Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. This is podcast number 14. I'm Dana White. I blog mostly daily over at aslobcomesclean.com where I share my personal deslobification process. The ups, the downs, the successes, the failures uh, of my daily struggle to get my house under control and keep my house under control. As I figure out things that really do work in real life, uh, I share those things over there on the blog. So um, I have a lot of things that I've learned over the last four years. And uh, now I'm putting those things into podcasts. So if you saw the title of today's podcast, you might have gone, ooh, what's she going to say? Because I'm titling this one, Husbands. Um, yikes. Yeah. I'm not quite sure why this one has come to mind that I need to do this. Uh, let me just say, there are four things I want to make really clear before I get started. Um, this is all based on my experience. And while dishes are objective, like they get dirty, they have to be clean. Uh, husbands are subjective, meaning all relationships are different. All husbands are different. Um, we're talking about people here and, you know, homes and everything I always say to people is it's just gotta be how it works in your house for your family. And when we start talking about, um, relationships, well, then that's even more, um, unique per home. So that's my first thing I want to say. My second thing is I just want to be really clear that I am anti male bashing. I, um, really just don't put up with husband bashing. Um, over on the blog, I've had lots of comments over the last four years and I almost never delete a comment, but the ones that I've deleted, maybe five total, um, probably four of those have been husband bashing. Uh, and generally it's somebody who says, Hey, you know, this is something I'm struggling with in my house. And then somebody else comes in and says, your husband should be doing such and such. And I just have no room for that. Um, and you know, my main reason for that goes into the next little thing I wanted to mention is, um, I'm really big on giving people the benefit of the doubt. Uh, this is how my parents raised me and I did not realized that this was unique and that not every family focuses on this uh, until I was an adult and saw that other people don't necessarily think this way. But uh, I was always brought up to try to see things from the other person's perspective. So if somebody did something to me at school or if a teacher acted a certain way and just hurt my feelings and it was horrible, um, my parents, it would it was maddening to me, but you know, they would try to talk it through with me and say, okay, well, what do you think that person is going through? Or why do you think that person, um, acted the way that they did? And let's try to see what it was that's going through their head and what their experiences were that perhaps made them, you know, be that way that hurt your feelings or that, you know, offended you or whatever. And so I was just brought up that way. And I, I find that that is a very helpful thing in marriage. Um, to try to see things from the other perspective and when something hurts my feelings or I get upset or offended to try to look at, you know, okay, so 
what's his perspective on this situation? Um, so anyway, that's just my perspective I'm coming from. Um, also to let you know that I, I am a Christian and that's how I, that's how we base our marriage, uh, on scripture. So, um, that's important. And the last thing too, that I want to say before I get into all this is I'm going to borrow from Dave Ramsey. Uh, he has a radio show that I used to listen to all the time. And then they changed the time to like eight o'clock at night in Dallas, which is crazy to me. But, um, in his show, he'll have couples call or he'll have somebody call and they, you know, are are saying something that they can't agree with on their spouse, some kind of a, an issue. And he'll often say, you know what, that's really not a money issue. That's a marriage issue. You need to go get marriage counseling. And so I'm just going to kind of say that here that, um, you know, if there really is a huge impasse for you and your relationship, it's possible that, that you might, you know, look into talking to your pastor or something, um, because there might be underlying issues that you could work through in your marriage, um, through counseling. Um, so anyway, cause I just want to say I'm not a marriage expert or a marriage therapist. I'm just a married woman who is a slob and has to combat that all the time. And so I have dealt with a lot of the, um, frustrations and issues that I often get. And I, I do get these questions on my blog often. Um, and sometimes I don't know what to say right away, you know, cause it's really hard to, you know, marriage is so personal. I mean, this is, you know, if, if, if people are struggling in their marriages, I mean, that's something that absolutely just consumes their thoughts and their lives and things. And I, I don't want to be the one to give somebody marriage advice, you know, so I, I only, like I said, I only go from my own personal experience. So that's what I'm going to be talking about. But first, before we get to that, as always, I'm going to share um, on the blog this week what was on the blog. And some of this actually has to do with what I'll be talking about today. First of all, um, thanks for letting me take the week off. I actually meant to have a podcast up to go up on Thanksgiving, and it just didn't happen. The working ahead thing, sometimes it doesn't happen with me. But um, I'm going to try to get some ahead for Christmas so that that doesn't happen while I'm off with family and not, I mean, I, I can't imagine podcasting when my family's home. Yeah. I don't know how that would happen, but anyway, um, so I took the week off last week, but, um, on the blog this week, I had a post about being jealous of other people's houses. And I really just wrote that in a moment of frustration when I couldn't find something, I couldn't find our church directory. I had to text my husband, do you know where it is? It's in this. Where's that? What are you talking about? You know, I mean, it's, I, I get moments of frustration when I'm looking for something. I'll think I'm doing great. I'm keeping things under control. You know, the house is, you know, I can open the door without having heart palpitations, whatever. And then I need something that I can't find. And it's a huge frustration for me. And then I think, oh, I can never do this, you know, because finding things. And I'm, I'm pretty decent at finding things most of the time, but then there's always that random weird thing that you have to have that I think, I'll bet you normal people have a place in their home where they would know to go to for this. Ah, we don't for everything. So anyway, um, I also talked about building my organizing cred and this actually is probably what made me think of doing this podcast on husbands. And that is specifically that, um, when we were putting our Christmas decorations up, my husband got down, uh, a box full of Christmas mugs. And my husband has a mug thing. I wouldn't call it an obsession, but he loves coffee mugs. I mean, he loves coffee. He loves coffee mugs. People know that people give him coffee mugs, which is great. But especially at Christmas, we end up with quite a few Christmas mugs and he really, it hurts his heart to get rid of them. So, um, 
I finally was like, okay, we have too many mugs in the cabinet. So last year I packed up all the Christmas mugs and, uh, put them away in the attic. And I said, we'll just get these down, you know, just at Christmas, which really makes sense. And I don't know why I hadn't done that before, but whatever. Anyway. So, um, he got, he found the Christmas mug box and he was all excited to get them out. And I said, okay. I said, well, you know, um, just for every Christmas mug that you put in the cabinet, you just need to get out one of our regular mugs and, you know, pack that away while the Christmas decorations are out. He just looked at me, had that little skeptical look in his eyes. And I knew what he was thinking. Okay. So I have been writing a blog about roundabout about cleaning and organizing for four years now. Um, but he actually lives in my home and I'm, I'm very honest on my blog. I think, you know, that I show the woohoo, this is what's working. And oh my word, it stopped working. You know, I show all of that kind of stuff. I try to be very honest, but, um, but he really knows, you know, he knows when I, when I tell y'all casually that, oh my goodness, I don't want to talk about my master bedroom again. He actually knows what it looks like again, you know? So this is the man who really does live with me. And he just looked at me like, Okay, so I'm going to pack away all the old ones and it just didn't make sense in his head. And um he finally went, "Okay." And he he did what I asked, but at my point in the the post was, you know, it takes time. I mean, this is the person who lives with me, who sees all the things I do and don't do. And so you know, I'm not Martha Stewart and I can't say, okay, this is the best way to do things. You know, I mean, I, he has to, I have to prove my organizing credibility with him and he did accept it. And he went, oh, okay. Yeah, that was a good idea. But you know, it's, it's like that preaching to your own family. It's a whole different thing for the people who see all the good, the bad, the ugly, the good again, the bad again, the ugly again, you know, those people who live with you day in and day out, sometimes it's much harder to explain to them the way, you know, that works best. Um, especially when it's something to do with your own personal biggest weakness. So anyway, but, uh, so I'm building my organizing cred and he did finally take my, um, advice and, uh, cause that's been a big thing for me, that whole one in one out, you know, we don't have room for everything, a container, like a shelf. That's, that's a natural container. That's how many coffee cups we can have is enough that will fit on the shelf. If we bring in all the Christmas ones, we have too many to fit on the shelf. And so that doesn't work. And so we have to switch them in and out one for one. Anyway, then I talked about another day, our family pickup time, um, and how random intentionality does pay off. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, sometimes I just have this innate randomness or I do, I have innate randomness. It's just part of me. And sometimes that can keep me from even trying because I know that consistency is going to be my battle. But uh, even though I don't do a daily five-minute pickup with my family, even though I should, even though I, when I don't, um, it still pays off because we've done it enough at random different times that my kids do know what it means. They know when I say, okay, guys, we're going to do a five-minute pickup. It's not this, huh, what are you talking about? Like it was in the beginning. Um, and, and they've learned, you know, so that now five people picking out, picking up for five minutes really does add up to almost 25 minutes of picking up where back when I first started five people for five minutes 
was maddening and it was maybe three minutes worth of picking up because I had to point out every single little thing. And, um, but just saying that even doing it, being intentional pays off, even if you're not consistent in that intentionality. I hope that makes sense. Uh, But I also encourage you to go over and read that post because there's some great comments from other moms who gave ideas on how they work family pickup time. Some of them who have um, kids who just resist the, um, the timer, you know, who just hate the timer, which I can understand that. Uh, But some of them who have kids that resist that they do, okay, everybody's going to pick up a certain number of items. And I think that's a great idea. And I'm totally going to try that. Then somebody else talked about, well, she's got a bunch of different kids and her older kids would resent that the little kids didn't do as much. Um, So she made a rule that everybody picks up the number of things that, uh, you know, goes with their age. So a two-year-old picks up two things and a 12-year-old picks up 12 things that really adds up. Uh, so anyway, I just love the comments over there and just the great ideas that other mothers had to share. So, uh, there will be a link to that in the show notes for podcast number 14. You can go to a slob slash podcasts, and it will take you to all of my podcasts. If I don't get this one up on there right away with a direct link, you can click toward the bottom, there's a link to all of my podcasts and that will have, um, toward the top, you know, podcast number 14. If, if you're listening to this right here at the beginning of December in 2013, but, um, the, you know, you'll be able to find it because you can't listen to the podcast until it's up there with the show notes. Cause those all go up at the same time, which is good for me. Cause otherwise I would put it off forever anyway. Um, and then finally I had a post go up just today about it will turn up eventually. Yeah. That's kind of, part of the problem with my mentality is that I know things are going to turn up eventually. And that's one of the reasons why I don't always look for them immediately when I lose them. I think, oh yeah, I guess it will turn. Oh, it'll turn up, you know, and I'm talking about this kind of anti thumb sucking stuff that we have for one of my kids. Uh, it's this horrible tasting stuff, um, called Mavala stop anyway, and we need it. Well, I lost it toward the end of the school year last year. And then during the summer, I didn't worry about it. I thought "Ah, it'll turn up. It'll turn up because in the summer when you put it on, that's like the, this stuff is great. The only time it comes off is when, um, you know, they're swimming for a couple hours. So anyway, I put it off and put it off. And of course, when school was about to start, I said, okay, I can't put it off anymore. We haven't found it. So I'm going to order some more. And the minute I did, guess what happened? We found it. Uh, Anyway, that's just one of those random stories that I tell about my personal slob brain struggles. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp Projects. So many projects. Taking care of all the things gets overwhelming. So when I get that feeling of overwhelm, I know I need to take steps to make my mental well-being a priority. Having someone to talk to, like a better help therapist, can really help. This time of year is always busy, but with my youngest child graduating from high school, we have lots of extra projects that need my attention. I know from experience that these are the times when it feels extra helpful and essential to talk through my emotions with my therapist. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed therapist. The online platform simplifies the process. It's accessible and affordable. After answering a short questionnaire, you can choose whether you prefer to meet via phone call, video, or live chat, and you can plan your sessions at your convenience to suit your schedule. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash clean.
My new digital picture frame from Aura is honestly my new favorite thing. It is a beautiful frame that displays a new photo every 10 minutes. Y'all, I'm delighted every time I walk by my beautiful Aura frame. One frame, lots and lots of photos that I can enjoy. That is a great solution for what can be a clutter problem, right? So how does one frame show so many photos? Well, I preload photos onto the frame using a super simple app that Aura has. I have also shared the app with my kids so they can add photos to my frame anytime from wherever they are. Now that my kids are all traveling and moving to different cities, this is like a mama dream come true. So we are also loading up a frame with pictures for my mom for Mother's Day. It only took me two minutes to get started using my Aura app. You can upload an unlimited number of photos, invite others to share photos directly to your frame with no fees or memberships. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code CLEAN at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Getting the most out of your grocery dollar can be challenging these days, to say the least. Having a focused plan for meals is the very best way that I have found to stay on budget. And that is why I love Prep Dish. Every week I receive an email from Prep Dish with a meal plan and grocery list already made for me and step-by-step instructions for the one hour prep session that sets me up for mealtime success all week long. And yes, I said one hour prep for a week's worth of dinners. That means I'm saving time as well as money. Choose from four meal plans to fit your eating style. Gluten-free, paleo, low carb, and super fast. I really, really like Prep Dish's super fast menus. So I don't have to turn to takeout or processed convenience foods to feed my family fast. It's a game changer for working moms. The founder, Allison, is offering listeners a free two-week trial to try it out. Check out prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. This is a no brainer. Okay. Um, so let's get into the meat of this podcast, which is husbands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wrote a post a while back called the biggest slob excuse of all. Uh, this is the question I always get. Uh, I generally, when I'm speaking, put it in to the actual talk now, because, um, this was always the question I got. If I, if I don't mention it ahead of time, people are gonna ask, what about my husband? Um, and my, my question is, are you asking, what can I do to help my husband declutter? Or are you asking, how can I change my husband? Because I think we all know that it's really hard to change other people. And, I want to turn that back around and say, how do you feel when somebody wants to change you? I personally don't like that very much. So I try to put that, you know, put myself in the other person's shoe and say, okay, how would I want to be dealt with on this issue? Um, so anyway, like I said, I'm only going to talk from based on my own experience. When I started the blog. I shared this in some of the first podcasts where I give my, my personal slob story, you know, how I ended up writing this blog. But uh, when I first started the blog, I did not tell my husband what I was doing. Um, Mostly because I was scared to tell him because I just assumed this was going to be one more failed attempt at changing my slobbish ways. And I didn't want to see that look in his eye of, oh, great, honey, thinking, you know, knowing that he would be thinking, I wonder how long this time it's going to last. So I didn't tell him and I focused on because I didn't tell him, 
I focused on me and what I was doing and what I wasn't doing. And that was kind of a side effect of not telling him. I didn't tell him because I was scared, but ultimately now I'm so glad I didn't tell him because when you're not sharing, um, Hey guys, this is how we're changing our home. Um, then the only thing you can really focus on and worry about is yourself and what you're doing and what you're not doing. And that's what I did. I just focused on myself, um, me doing the dishes and it helped me start to see how much of an effect just me changing my ways had on our home, uh, that it really was within my power to make a huge dent in how our home worked. Um, in the past I had, you know, tried different methods to get my house under control and I can remember specifically when my boys were maybe two and three, um, trying to do things differently, trying to, you know, follow certain methods and finally, you know, feeling like I was making a little progress and then the kids taking that progress away and, uh, by, you know, whatever it was. And honestly, there were times where I felt like either I'm going to have a clean house or I'm going to have a happy family because the anger that I would feel toward my children, my family for not, you know, for not doing whatever it was that I was trying to do to change, you know, that, 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 and okay. So I feel like I'm trying to make this clear here, but basically I, I would get so frustrated that it wasn't worth it to me to keep going with the clean house. Okay. And that wasn't my only reason why I would fizzle, but that was one of the reasons where I just, I didn't like the person that I was becoming as, um, you know, I I just cleaned off that table and then you made a peanut butter sandwich and got peanut butter on the table. You know, that, that kind of frustration, frustration over, you know, nothing, you know, I took it all personally. Um, But as I didn't tell them what my husband, what I was doing, my kids were young, but I didn't tell my husband what I was doing. And so what started to happen was I realized as I created these habits, I realized that I had been teaching my children and my husband how to run a house. I had just been teaching them how to do it wrong. Okay. I mean, my children had seen me run a house and this is what they thought I did. They thought I let dishes pile up on the table and the sink and the counters. And then finally had a big, um, washing day. They thought I did that because that's what I did. You know, in my head, I'm thinking, well, that's, but that's not how I want to do it, but that's what they saw. And so I was training my children, but in all the wrong ways. Um, you know, when I was in college, I had a roommate, actually this happened a couple different times, but I had a roommate from another country and we got along great. I mean, we, we loved each other and stuff, but I remember, (laughs) you know, she came in and she was neat and everything. But I remember, um, several months into living together in this little dorm room, her eating something like candy or whatever, and then just tossing the candy wrapper on the floor. And I was so horrified. And then I realized, I think she does that because she assumes that's what I do. Even though I don't think I toss a candy wrapper on the floor, maybe I did, but you know, she didn't start out being, a slob, but you know, then living with me, she realized uh, what's the point. I mean, this room is going to be a total disaster. Well, I just might as well join right in. Um, so I had ruined more than one roommate, uh, from their own being neat to, you know, living with me and turning into a slob. 
So I try to look at that. Um, you know, I had taught my kids that we don't take the dishes to the sink immediately. You know, I mean, in my mind, I was thinking I hadn't taught them take, to take them to the dish, to, bleh, to take the dishes to the sink immediately. But instead, what I had taught them is that we don't do that. This is how it runs in our family. Um, when my uh, oldest, I'd been blogging maybe a couple of months, and I really had finally figured out the whole run the dishwasher every night, um, empty it every morning, and it keeps us from having a big pile up of dishes. Well, I mean, I had feel I was feeling like I had this part down, you know, and I didn't have dishes in my sink every day, and I really was doing my dishes consistently, so they weren't piling up. And uh, he said, my my son said something, and I don't remember what it was exactly, but it was like. So-and-so, you know, does whatever. Mom, I think your way is so much better. You know, just just do the dishes every couple of days. <laughs> I was so hurt when he said that because I thought, but that's not what I'm doing anymore. But evidently it hadn't been going on, going on long enough for him to really realize that I had changed my ways. He was just going on what he'd seen his whole entire life. So that was an eye-opener to me of the way my kids were, the way our house run really fell on me and what I was and wasn't doing. Um, and that comes down to, you know, ultimately you can only control yourself. Um, I think, well, I know before I had children, I thought parents could control children. Now I know that you can train children. I'm very big on that. I believe in that. Um, and I've seen the benefits of, you know, consistent effort to train my children, but, um, you cannot control your children. They are their own people. They uh, make their own decisions, right or wrong. And you really can't control your husband. And I don't think you would want him controlling you. So the only person you can control is yourself and what you do and what you don't do. So focusing on that for me was a big game changer. Um, so my biggest slob excuse of all, other people, um, I just got over it. You know, I'm not saying it never was a frustration again, but I just made a conscious effort to get over it and say, I'm not going to worry about that. I'm going to worry about me. Now that doesn't mean that I don't train my children, but it helped me to realize that once I have routines, it is so much easier to bring the kids and my husband in on those routines, not to, um, just say, okay, guys, we're going to start a new routine, then it's confusing for everybody. But once I start a routine until where it becomes natural for me, because it's not natural in the beginning, when it becomes natural for me, and they start to visually observe, this is how our house works now, then bringing that them into that routine is so much easier. Um, I may have mentioned this in another podcast, but, um, you know, I talk about my husband doing the laundry that day. Now, my husband is great about doing a load of laundry whenever it's needed. He really is good about that. Um, But it was such a mind changer for me. One day, it was about a year ago, and he was sick. And it was on a Monday. And I was gone. I don't know if I was speaking or something. I was gone on Monday. He was home. Not so bad that he was, like, stuck in bed, but he was sick that day. And he did the laundry because it was Monday. Because I had an established routine, I compare it to an escalator. You know, if you walk up to an escalator, you watch it for a second, and then you step right on and go because you see the rhythm and the pace that it's using, you know, that, that the steps are going at and you're able to get on there. But if you walked up to that thing and it was just meh, meh, 
you know, you have, you know, it starts and it stops and then it stops for a long time and then it goes really, really fast. You know, you'd be afraid to get on that escalator, but because, um, it's the same thing. It's that once I had a routine, it was like, oh, okay, well, Mondays are laundry days. So I might as well do laundry since I'm home on Monday. Cause that's what we do in our home. Not that's what Dana told me to do, but that's just how things work in our home. But when there was no routine and there was no consistency, then he might have done laundry, but he probably wouldn't have tried to do it from beginning to end the way that I do it, because that would just be you know, one shot in the dark. And I really, I really realize that, um, as he is so good about running the dishwasher for me at night, um, he often is the one who starts the dishwasher because he knows that's what we need to do to keep our house under control before when it was, um, just random, you know, it was harder for him to be motivated to run the dishwasher, knowing that I wasn't going to then take that there wasn't going to be any long-term benefit from that where now he knows this is what we have to do to stay consistent in our house. Um, before that, that just wasn't the case. Um, okay. Now husbands and clutter. Uh, unfortunately this is not decluttering advice that you can implement immediately in your home. A lot of times I like to say that I have a lot of decluttering tips that I say, Hey, you can go do this right this second. This is not one of those. Um, as I said, the only thing you control is you. Uh, the changes that you see in your home will ultimately possibly bring some changes, um, you know, in how your husband handles clutter. But my main advice from that, based on my own personal experience is to declutter your stuff first. That's what I did. I did not worry about my husband's stuff and his things that I thought he should get rid of. Instead, I looked around and said, okay, what can I get rid of? That's either completely neutral. You know, it's something he doesn't care about. Or it's just, you know, my, my clothes or my shoes or my, you know, stuff that I had, um, and got rid of that stuff first. And I didn't worry about his stuff. And the thing is, it made a huge difference in our home and our house became more livable. And he saw the benefits of having less clutter. And as he saw me being willing to get rid of things that I wouldn't have gotten rid of before, then he was willing to get rid of his stuff. I'm going to tell a little story. Not going to name names, but there's a certain fairly elderly couple that I have a relationship with, um, who, uh, I've really seen some interesting dynamics there. And when we deal with clutter, what I see is the one has plenty of clutter of their own, and yet their focus is completely on the clutter that the other person has. And it's just ridiculous. Um, it, it, it only brings bad feelings because for the one to say, you need to get rid of all this stuff that you have, why do you have all that stuff when the person saying it has their own huge clutter issues, um, then they don't want to listen to each other and they, they don't want to, you know, how, I mean, and if you think about it, one of the things that most people get from, you know, my website is somebody understands how my brain functions, how it is to struggle with these clutter issues. Somebody gets it. And 
the, you know, reverse of that is that frustrated feeling of somebody not understanding you and not appreciating that maybe you don't think of things exactly the way that they do. Well, it goes along those same lines. You know, I mean, you can't, uh, you know, how would you feel if somebody came in and said, you need to get rid of this, this, and this when they've got their own stuff to get rid of? Well, you you don't want to do that to them. So getting rid of your own stuff shows that you are not judging them. Okay. Hope that made sense. Getting the most out of your grocery dollar can be challenging these days, to say the least. Having a focused plan for meals is the very best way that I have found to stay on budget. And that is why I love Prep Dish. Every week I receive an email from Prep Dish with a meal plan and grocery list already made for me and step-by-step instructions for the one-hour prep session that sets me up for mealtime success all week long. And yes, I said one hour prep for a week's worth of dinners. That means I'm saving time as well as money. Choose from four meal plans to fit your eating style, gluten-free, paleo, low carb, and super fast. I really, really like Prep Dish's super fast menus. So I don't have to turn to takeout or processed convenience foods to feed my family fast. It's a game changer for working moms. The founder, Allison, is offering listeners a free two-week trial to try it out. Check out prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. This is a no brainer. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Um, okay. So I focused on my own stuff and my neutral stuff. Seeing the difference made our home much more livable. And that is what helped him to be willing to declutter his own stuff. And he's much more willing to, as, as he sees that, you know, I've lived without certain things. Well, then he's more willing to try living without it, without his, you know, eighties memorabilia and all that kind of stuff. Um, but also giving, you know, honoring the things that he loves. You know, we, we bought a, a Christmas tree. Um, we bought two of the little bitty, you know, smaller Christmas, not little bitty, but, um, probably waist height Christmas trees. And at Christmas I put out my wizard of Oz ornaments on there and I put out my wizard of Oz memorabilia. Well, he, you know, I gave him a tree that he could put all his Elvis ornaments on and put his Elvis stuff out, um, giving him a place and a way to say, sure, you love this stuff. That's great. You know, I'm going to honor that because I love you. And so I'm going to honor the things that, that you love, you know, giving him a place that says, I don't think your stuff is stupid, you know, cause nobody wants other people to say that about their stuff. Um, Uh, and I also, you know, when, when he does start cleaning things out, I say, Hey, here's a box for you to put your, um, you know, your memorabilia in that you want to keep, but we don't really have a place to put it out. You know, here's, here's a box for that. And that again is that container concept, that container limits that, um, 
that has been a brain changer and a game changer for me personally, you know, it helps me to know, okay, I've got containers that, um, give me a limit. So, you know, Hey, here's this big box, honey. You can put your mad magazines in it. You know, you're from the, you know, what I'm talking about the, anyway, the M A, I don't know. Anyway, those mad magazines that were the goofy cartoons and all that kind of stuff from when he was a kid or his comic books or, you know, his, Batman stuff, whatever it was that he loves and he hates to get rid of it. Sure. Here, here's the spot to put that in, but it gives it that natural limit of, oh, wow, maybe I can't do three buckets, you know, but okay, well then I'm willing to get rid of some things because I am able to prioritize it because there's a container to put it in. Um, so those are just my perspectives. The main things that I say is declutter your own stuff first, focus on your own habits and routines, um, first and, then there will be some kind of natural, um, you know, rhythm in your home that will be easier for him to jump into. But again, I also say, you know, if, if it's a marriage issue, you know, seek out counseling, seek out something because you, you don't want to be miserable your whole life. You guys, you know, work it out. I mean, I, I believe marriage is for life and, um, and, but I don't think that means you need to be miserable. I think it means you need to work on it and, um, you know, find a way to, to have that positive, good relationship with one another. So, um, okay. A slob comes com slash connect has all of my social media links. So you can find me on Instagram. I'm excited in January. I'm going to be doing something fun on Instagram. So I hope you'll join me there. Um, and Facebook, uh, you know, it's fun to just have a place to kind of, you know, share what you've done that day and your frustrations or your struggles or the, you know, your celebrations of things that you have, um, done in your home each day. I'd love to hear that. Um, also my Amazon link, I'm just going to promote that. I know it's Christmas time. A lot of people are doing shopping online more than they do any other time of year. I would love it if you would go to Amazon through one of my links on my website. There is a little box on the sidebar of my homepage, or even if you just go to a slob comes com slash podcasts, it'll be there down on the side and it's a little Amazon search box. And, um, if you start from there, then I get a small percentage of anything that you buy on Amazon. Um, it does not increase the price at all for you, but it does help me. Um, since this is my full-time job, um, I spend full-time hours working on the website and the podcasts and all those types of things. Um, so, you know, for it to be a job, I have to actually make money. Um, anyway, so that's, that's one of the ways that I make money. And also anytime on my website, you'll see several of those posts this week. Um, I'm trying to add it in a lot, but any link that you follow to Amazon from my website, anything you buy. So if you follow a link for a dollar Sharpie pen and you buy a washing machine. Great. You know, I get the commission on that. So I do appreciate that. Um, and also be looking for the decluttering club coming up in January. I'm excited. We're going to really focus on decluttering. I'm going to be doing, um, Google plus hangouts again, uh, once a week in January, uh, where we will, uh, meet and just talk about different decluttering strategies and celebrate what everybody else, what everybody has decluttered. So I'm looking forward to that and be watching for details of that. Thank you so much for joining me and I will see you next week. Thanks. Bye.